Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I see various places about the anxiety people have over the Delta variant. You talked about this yesterday. Do you know anybody in your real life who's got any concern about COVID at this point? I don't know a single human being. Hasn't really come up. No, it's just not even a topic of conversation, let alone great anxiety over it. Right, it's there with the flu and heart disease and whatever else. I think of it occasionally. Do these people actually exist that are worried about this on a daily basis? I think so, yeah. At the very least, there's a perception that they do. Until this uh, select committee began, CNN and MSNBC were just still going full on. You're going to die. (laughs) It's just a question of when. Everyone you love is going to die. We're all going to die. Just because there are no Malaysian airliners disappearing or something, they're sticking with COVID because Trump's you know not in office. It's COVID. U.S. Gymnastics has uh, released their official statement that Simone Biles withdrew for medical issues. I guess mental breakdowns are considered a medical issue. Yeah, I don't issue. know what that even means. Yeah. Another headline we probably should have gotten to, but it's gotten almost no attention in the media. According to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, the state of California violated the rights of parents by forcing private schools to stay closed. During the COVID-19 pandemic, even the liberal Ninth Circuit Court says, no, there's no way they should have kept private schools closed. The details of that decision, upcoming. So I want to hear, uh, want you to hear this Penn State professor doing a Zoom class for uh, for a couple of college kids who you'll also hear on here. Um, he's a white guy talking to white college kids. This is an elite university. Dig this, won't you? To be less white is to be less oppressive, less arrogant, less certain, less defensive, less ignorant. Be more humble, listen, believe, break with party, and break with white solidarity. What do you think about that? Like, I think, you know, it's more or less just recognizing the advantages you have in life, whatever that may be, um, and not thinking yourself superior because of that. Okay, there's a good student. That student will get an A because you swallowed the Kool-Aid. Mmm, yummy, yummy Kool-Aid. Let's hear just the beginning of that professor again, just in case it went by too fast for you. These are the things that are white supremacy, I guess? To be less white is to be less oppressive, less arrogant, less certain, less defensive, less ignorant. Be more humble, listen, believe, break with party, and break with white solidarity. All what right. do you think? Of- Whatever all that crap means. But that's not white supremacist. That's just to be white. If you were born with light-colored skin, you're oppressive, you're arrogant, you're defensive, you're, there's a list of other pejoratives in there. Oh, yeah. Well, this, you'll really like this. This is, <laughs> this is unbelievable. What white people would find that offensive? Um, con- conservatives, I guess. Well, what 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 is like what it, what's the point it's, it, that it's trying to say? I don't know. I don't know. I want to get canceled, so I'm trying to be careful what I say. Who have you guys oppressed in the today? I haven't oppressed anyone today. Are you sure of that, dude? You're breathing. Have you left your house today? Yes. Okay, so you may have oppressed somebody. And he's got that superior tone that college professors have. See, I'm so much smarter than you. Really, dude? 
Are you sure of that, dude? You're breathing. By your very existence, your very breathing, you make the world worse. You know, I say this occasionally just to give Jack a hard time. That professor would have made a fantastic Nazi. I mean, he could have really explained how the very presence of the Jews weakens Germany. But you, you Jewish man, Jew, tell me how you've weakened Germany. I don't think I have. Really? Jew? You're breathing? Aren't you? You left your house, didn't you? That's not a stretch. No, it's not even no, a little not stretch. At not at all. I said to Joe during the commercials a while back, this has helped me understand things throughout history that I never, I never could until recently wrap my head around the way the German people got about Jews or the Cultural Revolution in China. None of that stuff ever made sense to me. Like, how could that happen? I must be missing a piece of the story or something. But now I'm seeing it happen around me. And it's freaking scary. It's exactly like Joe just described. It's their very existence is why. And that that's what they put on the Jews. When Germany was struggling with their economy and all these different things, they lost World War One. They put all the blame on the Jews, just like we're putting all the blame on everything that's that is wrong in your life on white people now. If you're not succeeding in any way, it's the white people that are doing this. White people, just their very existence, white males specifically, are causing you to fail. And they're teaching little kids this all the way up through college, that anything that's wrong in your life, it's because of white people. Yeah, do you know where this sort of thing leads? You know, the fact that white people aren't a smallish minority like the, the German yeah. Jews were is, is a major factor in this. Not to, you know, I don't want to uh, overstress the comparison. It's just the verbiage that's the same. It, it just, it, it interests me on an almost academic level. The, the, how self-hatred, hatred of one's country, hatred of one's race, etc., and being proud of the hatred of yourself is such a, such a bona fide in the intellectual class. And to the point of it's so predictable and knee-jerk and obvious, it's like the exact opposite of enlightenment. It's automatic. Of course you're acting like that. All you people do. But has this ever happened before? This I don't know a parallel to. When have people no. hated themselves like this? I've, I, I don't have an example. If you've, like, if you're a history professor or, you know fan of history and i just know this when in world history has a particular group of people got into this self-flagellation like this yeah i don't know weird man the only parallel i can come up with is occasionally i'll run into a guy a male a heterosexual male who'll be big on the (laughs) men are men are so stupid you know men are so dumb and hairy and and stuff and they'll say that in front of women like in an effort to curry favor with them or something. And, and I'm thinking the women are thinking, I don't want anything to do with you. You're, there's something wrong with you. It doesn't work. You pathetic specimens of manhood, but that's, that's funny and pathetic. This is definitely more insidious because it reduces individuals to their race, which is step number one in. You know, I don't want to say genocide because it seems overly dramatic and it's not going to happen. Um, I don't think, uh, but it is absolutely step one in dehumanizing a group of humans, which is just always the first step toward horrible things happening. Yeah. And if it were merely, I don't know, <clears throat> forgive me, like, uh, 
real estate agents and grocery store managers who are spouting this this corrosive garbage. That would be disturbing. But the fact that it is a, a huge number of educators from kindergarten through grad school who have your children's minds and you're either paying taxes or tens of thousands of dollars in tuition for the privilege of having your kids' minds poisoned. I mean, that's just, it's sickening. That's education? Boy. You're breathing? Whoa. I never crossed anyone today. Are you sure of that, dude? You're breathing. Have you left your house today? Because if you've left your house, you've oppressed people because you're white. What? Are you talking about? Wow. Congratulations, Penn State and Professor Sam Williams. Really good stuff you're doing for humanity there. Well, and he would believe fully that the more you argue against him, the more proof it is of your racism and white fragility. Right. Which is obviously a catch-22, no-win situation that they invented, which is pretty clever. Let's put the, the cherry of stupid on the Sunday of horrific... And play a little Robin D'Angelo for you. Here she is in clip 72. I'll never forget asking a group, okay, so what if you could just give us feedback on our inevitable and often unaware racist assumptions and behaviors? And I'll never forget this black man raising his hand and saying, it would be revolutionary. And, 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 you know, just like, just take that in. I just want all the white people to just take that in. Revolutionary, that we would receive the feedback with grace, reflect, and seek to change our behavior. That's how difficult we are. Wow. That's how big a a-holes we are. Yeah. We are. Whoever in the history of mankind has criticized themselves that way. Oh, they finally recognize the truth. They're getting beyond their white fragility, their white supremacy. People, just if you believe this stuff, go go save yourself some time. Go join a cult. Now, she's possibly just a fraud because she's making millions of dollars off this crap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all these people are getting rich. But she probably believes it. Yeah, I think she does. So odd. Yeah. Pile of horse S, as Matt Taibbi described it. <laughs> right. Lifelong liberal. It's something. Uh, our text line is 415-295-KFTC. How are you feeling about Simone Biles quitting on the American team? Bothered by that? Or she get a pass? Mm, you want to discuss that next or right now? I, I'm, I'm think thinking about it. She was floundering by her standards in a sport that's very dangerous if you're doing it badly. She was afraid she was going to snap off a leg or something like that. That's although that's which that's one of the things she said is that you can't do this sport if you're not focused. If your favorite quarterback quit in the Super Bowl said I just the social media and the pressure of everybody it just was too much. I would mock them cruelly. <laughs> they would get mocked pretty pretty rough on sports talk. Yeah. I don't know what do you think is it different? I don't know. Text line 415295KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. We'll have another highlight from the January 6th hearing that is happening right now in Washington, D.C. from uh, one of the Republican representatives. 
We'll get to that next segment. So we mentioned earlier there was a uh, a guy proposed to his girlfriend on the jumbotron at a uh, at a sporting event. So romantic, minor league baseball game, and she wasn't having it. <laughs> and he drops to one knee, and they're on the jumbotron, and she says, "Oh my God, don't, don't." And uh, she realized what was about to happen, and she he starts in, and she runs up the aisle, and she didn't want to marry him. And uh, oh how, boy, how, how embarrassing! Uh, and we got this uh, text from somebody. My wife had a boyfriend that did the jumbotron proposal to her. She decided to go along with it at the time, faked enthusiasm a little bit, then backed out at home later. It turns out a jumbotron acceptance is not considered legally binding. <laughs> <laughs> it is not a contract, a binding contract. But the, I'm on the jumbotron, I'll say yes, just because this would be awkward. Then later you tell them, look, that was not cool. I didn't want to humiliate you, but we're not getting married. You know, we've talked about this, and I told you I'm not sure, and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, and I, I'm thinking I'm not, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no A kidding. jumbotron acceptance is not legally binding. The sports story of the day is the former GOAT. I'm not sure you're the GOAT anymore. The former greatest of all time Olympian... Uh, gymnast Simone Biles uh, quit because of emotional reasons. I uh, argue she is still the goat, but it changes the the tone of the story. Well, uh, get into that in a little bit. Here, uh, she's still doing interviews. I guess here's a little clip of her. No, um, no injury, thankfully, and that's why I took a step back because I didn't want to do something silly out there and get injured. So I thought it was best if these girls took over and did the rest of the job, which they absolutely did. They're Olympic silver medalists now, and they should be really proud of themselves for how well they did last minute having to go in. Um, And it's been really stressful, this Olympic Games, I think, just as a whole, um, not having an audience. There are a lot of different variables going into it. It's been a long week. It's been a long Olympic process. It's been a long year all right um, i think that's enough so um just, so she seems very calm for somebody who had to step out of the sport she's dedicated her life to uh a little bit earlier that's, that's i think i'm going back to what i said before i think the team competition's fine but superstars like her are there for the individual interesting yeah um <clears throat> i'm not sure that she wants people to know that right she's leaving it unspoken but she's saving herself for the individual all around, especially. Which nobody has ever won back-to-back, and she's the favorite. Is that right? I didn't know nobody had ever won it back-to-back. Right. Mm. She's I the favorite she to win had. it again. No? Um, uh, and the team would have won three straight gold medals, but she quit. Um, the mental part is part of it. That's part of the deal. I mean, that's part of sports. A lot of, I mean, NBA, I know lots of NBA players will tell you that the, the, uh, I was as good as that guy, but I wasn't mentally as good as that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the whole thing. I was a way better golfer than I was in tournaments, just because I'm so mentally weak. Sure, <laughs> sure, I can relate. <laughs> it's just, I mean, that's part of it. That the person that has, you know, Kobe Bryant, he wasn't that much better a jump shooter than those other people. He just did, wasn't phased by the moment. Right. There are plenty of guys who played in their first Super Bowls who say for the first half of the first quarter, I was unaware of where I was. I was just so wired. And then I settled down and could play ball. But uh, one more clip of Simone Biles. Yeah, I say um, put mental health first because 
if you don't, then you're not going to enjoy your sport and you're not going to succeed as much as you want to. So it's okay sometimes to even sit out the big competitions to focus on yourself because it shows how strong of a competitor and person that you really are. Yeah, or the Russians paid her off. Or I saw I saw her, I saw her stumbling around on the mat. Has anybody tested her for White Claw? That's what I'd oh, like to know. That way, what? She's on the hooch. I think she's developed a party habit in the Olympic Village and that she's stumbling around on the mat. Hey, everybody, I'm at the Olympics. <laughs> I can't vault out. Here I come on the vault. <laughs> Thump. Now, I haven't seen the actual vault where she lost where she was and landed funny or whatever. Yeah, it was just pretty sloppy. I saw the the, the highlight, but I did see her floor exercise. I think it was qualifying for the teams or whatever yesterday. And, and there were times when she does these tumbling routines that are just mind-boggling. You can't believe you're watching a human do it. So she was amazing at times. But then she'd, like, land and stumble and fly off the mat, yeah, like, way off the mat. That's what I'm saying. So test the Russian women for testicles. Test Simone Biles for White Claw. Oh, that's what boy. I say. I'm going to call my lawyer. That's <laughs> the Russian women there. <laughs> Yeah, the Russians, of all things. So we don't hmm. win the gold. Okay, we'll have it be Australia or some country we like. Sure. The Russians win. Ah! The dope fiend lab abusing cheaters who can't even march under their own flag. They're such cheaters. If she comes back and competes in the individual and wins the gold, can get focused for that. Are people going to be happy about that? or I don't know how that's going to play. I wonder if it'll lead to a discussion about mental health and social media. So the courts on the march, some major decisions of late. You probably haven't heard of them because they don't fit the narrative. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We are the only radio show in America with a breaking news donkey. Breaking news, Michael. Breaking news. The CDC will announce today that they are recommending everyone, K-12, through wear a mask regardless of vaccination status. So regardless of whether you got the vaccine or not, teacher or student, got to wear a mask in schools. TFN. There are aspects of the first year of the COVID response that in future years will say, well, nobody was quite sure what was going on. Everybody was scared, blah, blah, blah. This will be looked upon with derision and hooting when the COVID is still around 15 years from now. It's just one of those seasonal things that is around and a few unfortunates pass away from it. Most people are immune to it or get vaccinated or whatever, and they'll think, wow, they they're making everybody wear masks all the time, even in schools when it was just the same as it always is. Well, people are fixated on it. They're obsessed with it. The COVID. A couple of court cases, one having to do with the, well, actually both kind of having to do with the vid. First of all, uh, judges in Maryland and Indiana have ruled the two states must resume paying those super extra jobless benefits. That 26 states had ended before the end of the federal program because they were stifling and crippling the economy and they were paying people to stay home and not work. Judges saying, no, you can't do that. It's got to work its way through the court system. Start paying people again until we settle all this. Oh, man. So you'll see a bunch of people quitting their jobs again. I wondered about that at the time when I heard states canceling that, governors canceling. I thought, can you do that? Can you can you say we don't we're we're not taking the federal benefits 
yeah, yeah. Um, and again, nobody ruled that you can't. They just said you got to keep paying until it's settled. So the, the court cases wind on. Then this, you didn't hear about this because it doesn't fit the narrative. The U.S. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals uh, essentially upheld the state's decision to keep public schools closed, but it ruled that uh, California uh, violated the rights of parents by forcing private schools to stay closed during the COVID-19 pandemic, which is ongoing. Uh, Let's see. Harmeet Dillon, who we've talked to several times, chief executive of the Center for American Liberty, called the appeals court ruling a huge victory for parents' rights. She's disappointed that the state was uh, told it's okay to screw public school kids and families. Um, but uh, Ninth Circuit Court said it was wrong to keep uh, private schools from doing whatever they wanted. They said, essentially, yeah, the state has a responsibility in looking out for the kids in public schools, and they were doing what they thought was right. That's fine. But they, they couldn't limit the private schools. Um, and then the obnoxious, idiotic, as usual, hyper-confident, just a holish statement from Gavin Mussolini's <laughs> office. Throughout this once-in-a-lifetime pandemic, the state was guided by science and data, prioritizing the health and safety of students and staff and their families while supporting schools to meet the needs of students and return to in-person learning quickly. I don't know if this was your intention, but you made me very angry by letting me hear that. As a guy who had to move his kid to a different school at emotional cost and financial cost because, no, you were not following the science you lying slick-haired gravelly-voiced piece of s that really makes me mad prioritizing the health and safety of students no you weren't you're kowtowing to the teachers unions which yank your little choke chain you little puppy dog god i would so like to drop obscenities right now but i am a wordsmith (laughs) I will find alternatives. Hey, Gavin, I moved my kids seven whole miles to a different school, and they were open the entire year while his old school was closed, and everything was fine. Meanwhile, what you did, Gavin, you and your teachers' union overlords, you caused suicides and misery and anxiety and depression and drug abuse. That's what you did, you lying piece of crap. State is focused on getting the students back to school quickly. You liar. Let's take a look. Seven miles apart. Private school open and everybody's fine. Public schools closed and kids are miserable. Let's review. Private school open. All the kids are fine. Public school closed and the kids are miserable. We're prioritizing the health and safety of students. Does he believe that? See, that's what I always wonder with these things. Does he believe that? No, I think he's just, he understands the political reality. He has no soul, like so many politicians. And they said, eh, teachers union said we got to keep the schools closed, so I did. That's what I had to do. I got them a whole bunch more money. It's a win. Right. Kids will be fine. My kids will be fine. They go to a really good private school. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Doesn't that strike you as odd? His kids are going to a private school and are fine. But you have your kids to hell with your kids. Who gives a crap about your kids? And the weird thing about the school thing, of course, is it punishes lower-income people of color groups that liberals usually care about the most. Oh, yeah. Devastating consequences. I mean, you can't have, you can't believe both things at the same time. You can't believe that we're systemically racist and white people have all the advantages in the world. Uh, and, and, and 
and then not allow people of color and lower income people to go to school. And those all those things don't fit together. Nope. Because the uh, the kids with money still sucked, but are in a much better position because people got tutors. I did that sort of stuff. Michael, play the door open, would you? We got to come up with a we got to come up with a system where we have more sounds on one computer screen for you, so you don't have to I work. I have so, so many hard. menus. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You need too many menus. Yeah, too too hard. It's like one of those restaurants. They got like twenty pages on their menu. I just I can't even comprehend this. Play the door again, would you? Ladies and gentlemen, it's, oh my God, it's the governor of California, Gavin Newsom. What you're missing is that my constituents, Democratic voters, never ask these questions. They watch MSNBC. They're not even aware that private schools were open. They don't know minority kids were hurt the most. They just know, I tell them, everybody will die if they go to school. That's all they know. So, there are no repercussions for me. Thanks for having me, guys. No. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> Mo the bartender or Krusty the Clown? It's, it's hey, sl- hey! It slipped a little into Mo the bartender there. Toward the end. <laughs> well, it's not my fault. <laughs> Take it up with Gavin Newsom. That's Mayor, just complete, governor. utter nonsense. I'd like to... No, all right. I can't say yeah, that. Kids shouldn't go to school there, homie. Um, <laughs> hey, Midge. Let me uh, finish with kind of a funny story here. By the way, I agree. I like restaurants. I like what there's like four things in the menu. There's like some sort of red meat, some sort of fish, and some sort of salad. Exactly. Usually, a lot of times at really expensive restaurants, it's like that. And it's just it's relaxing in a way. Because I'll choose one of those and it'll be fine. We the, had an early dinner. The pages and pages. Oh, Cheesecake Factory. Can you go to oh, the Cheesecake right. Factory? Come on. Right. How am I That's supposed the to worst. F- <laughs> Luckily, you have a 90-minute wait, so you got plenty of time to figure it out. Um... This is an unfortunate story. So a married couple, uh, a top New York City spine surgeon, so he makes a lot of money, and his beauty queen wife. So he's a super rich surgeon. He's got a beauty queen wife. He's wanting out of his marriage because he thinks it's unfair that she was been, she's was she been secretly a prostitute the entire time. So he doesn't like that? He doesn't like that and uh, thinks he should be able to end their union and not have to pay her any money. Uh, he's, uh, it's not one of those deals where he's 70 and she's 20 or something like that. They're, they're 41 and 32, but, uh, he claiming his 32 year old wife had duped him into the union by hiding her secret life as a prostitute for wealthy men, hmm. alleging that she made $700,000 since 2015 being a hoe. Wow. Yeah. High priced call girl. Uh, back in April. Escort. Escort, I'm sorry. Back in April, he learned that his wife had been selling sex for money starting before they married in 2015 and kept doing it after they were married. She must just like it. She likes the money. She married a rich guy, though. Well, right. She's like, he is her main client. He's her big client. Oh, I see. But she has other clients from her perspective. He thinks they're in love or married or whatever. She's just a predator. Yeah, she was and buying, maybe she likes him. I don't know. She was buying a lot of expensive stuff, and uh, he said, where, "What? How do you? Where does the money coming from?" She said, "I got an inheritance from my great grandmother." Yeah, that's it. I'm not uh, turning tricks or anything or anything like that. No, certainly not. How dare you? I'll tell you one thing, I'm not doing. <laughs> <laughs> Snow leopard at San Diego's zoo has the COVID. Is running around biting people, giving them the vid. Oh crap! Well, of all the things. Snow leopard has the uh, vid anyway. That part's true. Uh, the details are chilling. You get bit by a snow leopard, you're in bad shape, you're bleeding, you may die. And then you find out, and I could have COVID? Yeah. 
So maddening. You got to mask the leopards immediately. San Diego Zoo, are you listening? More to come. Armstrong and Getty Show. We've got 10 meters left. Lydia Jacoby, the 17-year-old from Alaska, is putting on the surge of her career. And Lydia Jacoby is going to win gold for the United States. So we're uh, kicking tail and swimming, huh? Have you seen that clip? No. Of the uh, her high school was all in the gym watching it on a jumbotron in the wee hours of the morning in Alaska or whenever it was, and um, just jumping up and down and cheering, cheering, and then they get all tense, and then as she touches first, the place just goes insane. Awesome. Oh, it was so fantastic. And it reminds you that part of the joy of it is everybody celebrating the win and the excitement and just the crowd and the supporters and the parents cheering, and how much of that's missing this time? Yeah, and also it, uh, and also, you know, with the Simone Biles thing, she dropped out today, emotional stuff and everything like that. You know, it's exciting to watch the big stars do well, but they're already millionaires and are going to be millionaires the rest of their lives. It's, mm-hmm. you know, the person that's from your hometown who happened to be the Olympics. And this is a, a high school girl, a 17 year old from Alaska. Cool. Yeah. Very, amazing. very cool. Yeah. Ramil the Snow Leopard, San Diego Zoo, uh, inhabitant. Has uh, COVID-19, the keepers say. Fecal samples from the leopard. All right, folks, uh, today, uh, Joe, I need you to get a fecal sample from the leopard. Uh, how, okay. about you, how about you do that? <laughs> uh, why don't you go ahead? I'll do your stuff. I got a thing today. Why don't you get it? Yeah. How do you do that exactly? You just put this probe in it, then take it out again. Mm. <laughs> it's a sick boy. Hold its tail or something? This thing get a muzzle, right? You're going to muzzle this thing? Nah, they're usually pretty cool about it. Yeah. Keepers had noticed Thursday the male snow leopard had a cough and runny nose. Veterans monitoring the animal say it's doing well, but in, they still put you know the probe up its eye. Checked its uh, stool. It's got a girlfriend, apparently. Shares a habitat with a female snow leopard and two Amora leopards. Cool. Yeah, which are evidently are different leopards. Is it a thruple? <clears throat> Actually, it would be a, a quapple, I think. Uh, they had recently received COVID vaccines at the zoo designed for animals, and it started vaccinating its large cats, but had not gotten to Ramil yet. A troop of gorillas at the San Diego Zoo Safari Park came down with COVID-19 in January. I remember that. They're asymptomatic and recovered fully. And if they're vaccinated now, there's no really no point. Hmm. And they're probably not listed among those who have immunity. So it's day one of the hearing about the January 6th riot. Plenty of things to not like here politically. Um, a lot of the rioters. Uh, I'll get to that in a second. But also the left for the way they're handling this. I'm looking at Salon.com, one of your leading websites for the left. Democrats have a massive opportunity with the Capitol Right Committee. Shove it down the GOP's throat. Uh, this writer said the House Select Committee... On the insurrection is a polit- a potential political weapon. Democrats better not waste it. So it's all about, not about truth telling and getting to the root of it and fixing anything. It's all about taking political advantage of it. 
and it's so blatant they say it out loud and now. It's so blatant they say it out loud now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then on the other hand, you've got people denying what clearly happened there, and we're just watching some of the video of the people with the, the, the clubs and bats and things beating people. Now, I'm asking you this, because I haven't heard this. Have you heard anybody explain what the most violent among them were, were going to do? What did they think they were going to do if they beat down the police with U.S. flagpoles and got inside? What were they going to do? They were going to stop the unholy certifying of the election. And they're going to stop the okay, steal. OK, now now take that to the next step. What, okay. do they, what do they think happens after that? You would have to ask them. Well, that's what I was wondering I if you'd heard that. I don't know. Then then you get into paranoid fantasyville. Well, do you immediately don't yeah. you? I mean, because there's there, even if they had killed Mike Pence and Nancy Pelosi that day, the election would still have been certified, probably even that day. Oh, yeah. At, at the very least, the next day, you wouldn't have changed a freaking thing. No, no. They were deluded, fired up, whipped up by various voices and uh, thought they were doing what needed to be done, at least some of them. Well, did they think that the Congress would, out of fear, which really makes you a brown shirt, out of fear would have said, oh, okay, we change our mind, we're, we're going to certify it for Trump? Did they think that would happen? I think some did, yeah. yeah. Okay. Which is, I mean, just full on, out of your minds. Wow. But people can get uh, led down a road and... And, and get surrounded by people who think the same thing and get whipped up into one ideology or another. We played the professor with his uh, white self-hatred. White people just by breathing are oppressing others. Okay. I mean, he's crazy. I've never oppressed anyone today. Pretty good point. Are you sure of that, dude? You're breathing. Have you left your house today? Pretty good point. If a white yeah. professor can think that you are oppressing people merely by breathing, well, then you could get people to believe that the cops are in on it. So they deserve a beating. They're in on the whole plot. Yeah. Well, Brett Baer did a really good job last night, I thought, of going over the uh, Arizona voting audit. First, he had this uh, spokeswoman for allegedly pro-Trump PAC, I guess. And then he had the new Republican, uh, what was his title again? Uh, Registrar or something like that. It wasn't a sexy title, but he's in charge of making sure the vote is accurate. And he went point to he, point by point. He said, I'm a dyed-in-the-wool Republican. I'm a conservative. I want Republicans to win, but I'm not going to lie. And he said, and I wasn't in office at the time, so I'm not even covering my butt. I'm just telling you. And he went point by point and said, none of that stuff's true. That people, that a lot of you are seeing in websites and emails and the rest of it, you get bad information enough, you start to think things that aren't true. Final thoughts with A.N.G. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo pressing the buttons in the control room. Michael? Yeah, today's a historic day where, you know, Olympic athletes get their feelings hurt to the point they can't perform. And anybody that's in entertainment or an athlete, that's part of the territory. Yeah, it is. Uh, Young Alex has been pulled away to do something else for somebody else. Okay. Jack, a final thought? <laughs> yeah, I think Simone Biles uh, stepping down for the emotional stuff. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta all step back from the social media. It makes you crazy. It makes you crazy. Well, we were just talking about the January sixth thing. Whether it makes you angry or makes you scared or makes you cry or makes it so you can't 
uh, can no longer do flips off the balance beam. Let's all stay away from freaking social media. You know, the other side of the coin, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and jump in. Were any of us pre-smartphones, pre-social media saying, I need to know what more people think. I'm not getting enough opinions from strangers. I have no idea what's happening in the world. I, I don't know who hates me and why. Nobody was asking for it. In 2006? No, I felt pretty pretty informed. You want to talk to a friend? You pick up a phone and call him. Or you stop by or you hang out. You go out to the lunch, whatever. Nobody asked for it, and yet we're just snorting it up like the worst Coke fiends. Mm. So we are Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. What you will you find there? Uh, hot links with uh, all the stories we talked about and a lot more. Uh, you'll find some great A&G swag t-shirts and hoodies and the masks, which you might have to put on again. Uh, all sorts of good stuff. And you can email us if there's something we ought to be talking about. Send it along. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Yes, CDC announced that uh, teachers and students are going to wear masks again this year, vaccinated or not, which makes no sense. Uh, we will see you tomorrow with the very latest. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. That is the climax of foolishness. You do not know what you are talking about. Are you sure of that, dude? I'm gonna call my lawyer. Gun. Dude. Well, let me apologize in advance for any mean, ugly, accurate things I'm about to say. Let's go out with a bang. Oh, so you, uh, you had a couple problems and you aren't, might not be number one, so now you can't do it anymore. I'd, I'd have been saying that sort of thing. Yeah, see, that, that makes you a bad person is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty.